If student loans weren't an option, how different would you plan for college? Yeah, we hear from parents and they're kind of sometimes following that exact plan that everyone else has for you. They which fall is, into, yeah. Yeah, find, apply for financial aid and then you and your kid will be paying on this until you know, you're gray. And mm -hmm. yeah. And we think that there's such a different option. We think that you can pay for college as you go and mm -hmm. that you do not need debt, that debt is not necessary to go to college. And there's so many different things that we're going right. to we talk about in this episode that we think are going to really help you and your teenager plan, make a good plan for going through college without going into debt. Yeah. And we just think that there are, like Shana said, options that you may not even thought about. Mm -hmm. you, things that you didn't even think were available to you or your kids to be able to put them through school for free. And don't think it's your burden to bear either, yeah. right? Like allow them to have the responsibility to take some of this on and do it on their own. And we hope that this episode inspires you to do something different. Yeah. This episode, we're interviewing Kara, who is someone that we know and love. She's a young person who just yeah. recently graduated from college debt-free. Um, she did so many different things on her journey to pay for college without going into debt. She's got like the in. She's got yeah, she's, all the no. <laughs> yeah, she's in it. She just went through it. And so it's, it's really cool to hear these different options and things that you may never have thought about for you and your family. Hey, do you make good money but have nothing to show for it? Are you tired of living paycheck to paycheck? Or are you tired of trying to budget on your own but realize that it's not working? Mm, do you have big dreams for your financial future? Ooh, big dreams. Or maybe you want to get debt free but you're not interested in living on beans and rice. No. Or how about not giving up those pumpkin spice lattes, Or those nail appointments. You know, you have some things that you love. It's okay. Yes. So here, we're Shana and Vanessa, right? And we're best friends business partners, and hey, 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 master financial coaches. Yes, we are. And years ago, we got certified through Dave Ramsey. We love Dave. But after helping hundreds of clients, we know that everyone's situation is so unique and there's no cookie cutter approach to your budget. Listen to our podcast and you'll learn how to budget, how to get out of debt, how to save money, and how to stop living paycheck to paycheck. All right, Kara, we're so excited to have you. So we wanted to start off, hopefully, with you introducing yourself and telling us your amazing, awesome story. Thank you. Yeah, my name is Kara Walker, and I guess how I would introduce myself, um, I like to tell people I'm a 20-something Christian entrepreneur, recovering overachiever, <laughs> pretty much, <laughs> and uh, amateur snowboarder, because you know, you always read those little bios after books and they add like a little fun thing. So there you go. And yeah, I, the, the summary, so I don't know how detailed we're going yet is, um, I learned about Dave Ramsey in high school. I got like, like my parents are good and fine with money and I got like fanatical about it. Mm -hmm. Um, I went on to go to college, work on graduated graduating college debt-free and then was like I don't want to work for anybody so I started my own business to help students find scholarships for college and then I have a podcast with all of that so um you said to tell my story of course there are so many layers in that but that's the summary that's yeah too that's that's great that's awesome what I think is the coolest thing you know you have you have that whole part of your story but I think you know and you're going to tell I want you to tell us how not only did your parents not have to pay for your college and you didn't go into debt, but there's even more to it. So tell us all about that. We want to know more. Okay. 
Um, yeah. So then I, I love when people, cause I, whenever I interview people too, I usually just ask them just the over open-ended question. So, you know, if I, if I need to angle a certain way, you let me know, but yeah, I, so I was actually homeschooled in high school, but it totally prepared me for college because both my parents worked full time, which might sound funny, but like, it was fine because I did co-ops and like classes with friends and like I was always with people in the week and we had like field trips and prom and whatever. I just could like sleep in and do work in my pajamas and like had more flexibility. So it worked out great and it really prepared me for college. And one of the classes we did for math was personal finance through Dave Ramsey. And so, um, yeah, as I had mentioned, my parents good with money in the sense of like they had credit cards and stuff, but they were actually the more responsible people who would have credit cards and never had a balance on it. Um, but also just we were always frugal while also prioritizing like family vacation to, to stay connected with family. So we still did some travel, but, you know, just kind of that interim, I don't know, middle class, whatever. And so but yeah, my parents only ever had debt on like the house and sometimes on a vehicle depending on the situation but I didn't really know one way or the other but yeah so I did Dave Ramsey's class and I think the others got something from it it's interesting I talked to people who are were in the class with me and I remember they they've carried some of it with them and they they do some of his stuff or they're more Davish I guess you could say but um I just like latched on which however whatever people are interested in I think because it was a system that worked but I was like I want to get to saving for retirement but I'm 16 and so I was like I can't do that until I if I go want to go through college and do college and whatever and um yeah so my parents couldn't like straight up pay for my college but they supported me in a lot of other ways and anyone listening let me first say like you are not there's not some like parent code that, like you have to pay for your kids college or not like you're you're gonna retire like you should be working on retirement and stuff and it's great to be helpful with your kids but it's not like a to the detriment of other things in your life at least that's my opinion um but yeah so they really helped me in that I lived alone or not alone I lived at home in college there was um <laughs> food there was emotional support and and friendship and making decisions and um shelter <laughs> yeah shelter and then even technically the first couple years I don't think I had bought a car because I was waiting to buy a car so, till I could help with pay for insurance and everything I don't think I bought a car till I was 20 which I know is way different from a lot of people nowadays but I didn't go that far and like friends would pick me up what I'm saying is sometimes they drive me places like it was it was so much I would rather have had that support than mm -hmm. they could have just paid for everything and I just go states away to get it study somewhere and get it all paid for um at least in my situation so yeah so I didn't know so I, I got really fascinated with the Dave Ramsey thing I'd have my little budget and a piece of paper you know I earned like a hundred dollars in a month from babysitting I don't know whatever and then I when I started to do college I didn't know what I wanted to do so I knew I wasn't going to go into debt because it's just especially if you don't know what you want to do and a lot of people know about scholarships and getting money for college, but a lot of people don't know that it's that's only one end of it. So you think of amount of money for college, you could get more money, 
with working scholarships, grants, internships, whatever. But you can also lower the cost. And some people think like, oh, then you just don't get a meal plan and you cook your own food. Like, yeah, that's something. But I'm I'm thinking like significantly lowering the cost. So I actually learned how to test out of classes. I had I took CLEP tests. They're called that stands for College Level Examination Program. CLEP tests, DSSTs, just different variety of stuff you can test out of. And you have to check that the school that you, I, I'm used to saying you, but your child, right? <laughs> that you want to go to. And, um, but I had a, I had a few I was thinking of. So I just like, honestly, it's like the frozen two song. I did the next best thing. I just like started testing out of classes that I knew were general prereqs and could go to just all the schools I was considering type of thing. And you don't have to be enrolled in a college to do this. And the cool thing was when I took it and it, probably more now with inflation, but it was like a hundred bucks to take this class or not class to take the test. And if you pass, you get three to six college credits. Like that's like a couple of them. I got six college credits basically for a hundred dollars versus my university was like $1,500 a class. That's like $3,000, six credits. Plus now it's probably more. Plus if you go to private school, it's crazy more. And I'm not saying actual classes aren't awesome, but like if you already know the content from high school or even if you're like self-motivated and you can get a study guide online and take yeah. just study for it and take the test. And like I actually studied with a friend. So we'd study together and then we'd go take the test. And if we passed, we'd go get food like <laughs> like it was still social. And nowadays, well, wait, I'm getting ahead of myself. All in all, so I did get an associate's degree and then a bachelor's just because I kind of wanted a nice bow on an associate's because I didn't know 100% what I was still doing. So I got my associate's degree for about $1,200, wow. like the entire shebang, because it was testing out of stuff. And then also um, I actually got, then I transferred it to my community college and then I got some scholarships there. So um, before I leave that, though, there are more, I know you're going to ask a question, there are more options now for testing out of classes to even like if you use a certain company's, uh, um, what am I saying, uh, study guides to like get reimbursed for it. So there are students out there now getting like a year of college for free by just testing this out of stuff and getting reimbursed for it. That's so, huge. Yep. So yeah. the first thing that came to my mind was, does the scholarship money pay for testing out of those classes? Not not necessarily. However, there are scholarships out there that just go to the student. They're like, oh, like you're writing, you know, this is what I want to do when I grow up, or this is an answer to a funky question, or it's some, like I saw one that was like some food company that's like write about healthy eating. And so if it's a scholarship, that pays you and not pays it to the school, then yeah, you could just use that money to test out of classes. But also, like I had said, if you get connected, I have more details on that that I teach on um, with these companies that have study guides and want you to use theirs and are like connected with schools. They'll probably recommend schools to you. I mean, they probably get money through advertising. You don't have to bite, you know, but like then can reimburse you. So you might even not need to get scholarships to pay for testing out of classes if you just test them out for free, I had a, I, yeah. a research. Well, yeah. I think it's a it's it's important to say that you got an associate's degree yeah. for twelve hundred dollars. Now, I know a lot of people do dual enrollment that aren't homeschooled right now, yeah. um, and so they can get close to that too. But then the the testing, so 
I took a lot of clips too, because the military paid for them for, for me to sure. do it for free. But like you said, it's very cheap. So let me see, do I want to pay hundreds of dollars mm -hmm. per credit hour? Or do I want to fund? Because what we teach a lot of times is you can pay out of your pocket. You can afford to pay for college as you go as well. So if I can mm -hmm. afford, you know, a couple babysitting jobs, get yeah. a college class done. Boop, boop. Right. And I, I want to- And pocket the any scholarships that you right. have. Yeah. And I, and I think emphasize- doing it quickly, like you said, while it's still in your smart young brain, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, you know, right. As, as quickly as you can with the mm -hmm. information that you have, I, I did even that. if your kids in high school right now, have them do it while they're going through high school. Right. And this, so this is the thing people are focused on SATs, which is whatever that's not, I'm not saying that's important. SATs, um, ACTs, AP tests. Um, after all of those, just go right, keep to going right. down that test zone and go get your CLEPs done. If if that's not, like you said, if it, if you're the school that you go want to go to accepts them, go get it done while the brain, the knowledge is all still mm -hmm. in your brain. But then also just have a weekend cram. I love that. Like we're going to have a weekend cram session. I'm not in this alone. I'm going to do it with my buddy who also doesn't mm -hmm. want to go into debt for college. And then by the way, oh, we're going to hit up Chick-fil-A afterwards yes. because we did the thing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I yes. Mean, and it's, and it's pass or fail. The ones, right. you know, so yeah. it's just like, it's not like you have a certain grade to send a GPA. It's just like one time I like barely passed. I thought I was doing fantastic. And I see the, cause they tell you at the end, if you pass or fail, they tell you right then I like barely passed it. I was like, oh, Oh, that was like painful, but that was fine. I got the credits well, and like when it got frozen yogurt. Yeah. No. It didn't matter. You passed. So that's yeah. like, yeah. and it really isn't going to matter. Right. Like, let me no. tell you what I, what grade I got in any college class that I ever had. No, Nobody I cares. can't tell you. So it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. I want to hit on one thing. You said you took the Dave Ramsey class at 16. Mm -hmm. So your mom, I'm assuming got his, the personal finance class that he offers for homeschool students. Is that no, actually, I just took the adult one <laughs> because uh, I don't know if they had it then or they might have had it then, but it was through our homeschool co-op. So it was somebody else that was leading it who had led it before. So I think they just used what they already had. So I totally learned even just like the whole investments part of it and whatever. And I liked I liked that because I saw the the whole picture. Yep. I probably put some other students to sleep, but. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to go through all the other stuff now, but I just, I did the whole adult dealio. Okay. Yeah. So let's, let's look, let's see. You're like, okay, I got that associates for $1,200. <laughs> yes. Can I pay less money for my bachelor's? Let me see. Is that what happened or what, what was next? So actually I didn't even finish the associates part because I actually got, um, <laughs> I got a full ride scholarship to my community college, which is surprising. So I'm not all colleges have that like community especially but it was a choir scholarship my our community is like really into like the fine arts like band and choir and whatever which is kind of I think uncommon a lot of times for community colleges but um here's the thing asking and initiating and checking I actually learned about this scholarship after the deadline was due reached out to the director of the corral. She said, yeah, actually somebody is not staying and gave a scholarship back, got to audition in the middle of the summer and got, and then got the scholarship. And so that got me to my second year of my associates. Mm -hmm. And literally all I had to do was go to choir practice Tuesday nights for like two hours. Maybe it was longer. We'd hang out, whatever. And then there were like four concerts 
in the school year and it was right at the school so it was like fine and I got my college paid for and so there's that and then uh, but that was only so it was like a full ride so that's two years to a community college but I had already tested out of so much so I actually stayed at the community because they had an articulation agreement it's called with um, the university I ended up wanting to go to where you can do like two-thirds of your degree at the community college so it's like super cheaper Wow. So there are those out there and sometimes you have to dig to find it or even or to ask or like I both went to advisors at my community college and at the college I wanted to go to so that you can make sure that the the wires aren't are crossed or aren't crossed. What's the saying? Yeah. It worked. Yeah. So um I stayed there at community for a while. So I did that. And then um I don't know if you want me to stop. I this is snowballing, but I actually got my books paid for too because I did uh, became a writing fellow, which is like a writing tutor. And when you do that, you have to do training, but you usually get a class paid for. But my classes were already paid for, so they gave me a gift card to the bookstore. So then I just got all my supplies and all my books and stuff. Um, so there are options. And that also, you had to be referred by a professor if they thought you could handle writing and be a writing fellow and nobody referred me but I just went to a professor and asked will you refer me to be a writing fellow they're like sure and so then I got in because like I asked and a lot of people just don't ask well and I I love the point that you put on that it's like just find out find out the information go ask the questions find mm-hmm. out who to talk to and speak mm-hmm. to those people and get everything that you need to know to make a sound decision mm-hmm. I remember when I was in college I was a straight A student and there was some chick in my class that had like all C's and she's like, I just got a $10,000 scholarship from the business department. I was like, what? And Mm -hmm. it's it's just because she asked, Mm -hmm. like, that was the only thing Mm -hmm. is that her advisor told her about it. She applied and she got it. And I remember being so mad than her and nobody told me I didn't, I didn't know. And so I was just so frustrated, but you know, it's just asking, speaking up for what you believe in. And I think that that was a really great point that you made. I think that it, it's there's a larger point to be made from that too. How you went to the um, you went to the school that you wanted to go to, mm-hmm. um, and started from there back because I think a lot of times people waste money in college, time and money in college mm-hmm. because they don't understand how things are going to transfer or how they're not going to transfer or you did this call this class and it doesn't matter. And if you have a lot of money or you really want to be in debt, that's great. But if you don't, <laughs> then you need to. Have- <laughs> That's great. (laughs) It's great for you, but it's not, I'm not over there. That's not my camp. And so I would say definitely make sure wherever you want to go, go ask them first and they will give you a degree Mm -hmm. planner. They will give you something that you can work backward from Mm -hmm. at your local community college. And then, you know, take it a step further. I think, what do you think about this, Kara? Like, obviously you're an entrepreneur and you're amazing, but maybe go talk to somebody that's doing what you think you want to do. You didn't exactly know what you want to do, which is good. You didn't want to go in debt for it. But if you know, I want to do this job or this career, yeah. go talk to that person that yeah. somebody, somebody in that career field and say, what do I need? What do I actually yeah. need? What are they going to look for in my yeah. college transcript to, um, to hire me What's or be what do I not need to waste my time mm-hmm. on? Like that is such a great question and uh, interview to go have, uh, before you spend all, all of your money or somebody else's money. Mm-hmm. Totally go backwards, go backwards from career to the school you want to go to, to your community college, to testing, back to high school. Like if anyone's listening there, are, let me just say there are scholarships for like middle school onwards. So if you're listening, you're like, this doesn't apply to me. Like your kids can start right away. But anyways, like even what you said about what the career needs, and then you were mentioning straight A, like 
I also tried to be a straight A student and that's part of the recovering overachiever feeling in me. I think I still did this for college. Um, but I think perhaps I could have finished college faster and also just had better mental health if I was just like, I'm gonna get C's and B's because C's <laughs> is average and B's is B is above average and it's fine. And turns out when I went to my you got this is another thing to ask. When I went to my university all of my community college credits were just credits. They didn't transfer the GPA. So I literally could have just gotten D's in my entire community college career. Of course, I needed to learn some stuff because right. I also minored, minored in math. So I needed to know the foundation of math to get to the next level. But like when I took, if you took like a history class or whatever else, like to just pass, um, like you want to, I don't know, I can go, I know we're not doing this focus but in the future, and if anyone wants to listen to my tangents on my podcast, like of like the most important, in my opinion, is your healthy mental health, healthy finances, healthy physical health, healthy learning. I'm going to call it healthy learning. But like you don't have to always get the straight A's right. to the detriment of your health, as well as tons of scholarships have nothing to do with your ACT, SAT scores or GPA. So That's like. So that's really, that's really important because parents and students are putting labels on mm -hmm. what they're doing that, that are not one real or true and they don't matter. And so I told Vanessa a couple months ago, I didn't realize I was, uh, when I was in high school, I signed up for the advanced advanced diploma <laughs> in high school, which means I had to take one more level than everybody else of every subject. Wow. Like what difference did that actually make in anyone's life? Yeah. Zero. Yeah. Zero. But I was like, oh, uh, it's number one choice. Of course I have to do yeah. that. It's really important. But like even yeah. going to college is a label that parents put on kids yep. that you will you need to go to college. I heard that that's really important and good. Right. And it's like I think but you're supposed to, I think that's the next step. Yeah. Right? But mm -hmm. you have mm -hmm. to be careful of those overachiever tendencies that you have that your parents have for you, which they obviously want the best for you, but you got to make sure that it's the right thing for the right reason and that you're balancing your health, like you said. Well, and I think mm -hmm. like so I was that overachiever perfectionist had to have an A, whatever, it's fine. I'm dealing with it. But for me with my kids now, I, I'm very clear on, you know, obviously in high school, maybe if you're going for scholarships, it might matter a little bit more. But when you go to college, just get the degree. And I remember my favorite professor in college had his PhD. And the only reason why he got it, because he said he went back to his five-year reunion. And he said there was this guy that he had his PhD and he was dumber than him in high school. <laughs> said, and he remembers he's like how did you do this he's like well I just you know did a b c and d and he thought oh I'm gonna go do that so he did right and he but and his grades weren't great but he's like it didn't matter nobody cares about that they mm -hmm. just care about the degree you got the degree yeah, yeah. yeah did it move on yeah and then are you healthy are you not right. like like not to get I'm not trying to be like way depressive but are like there are students in college that are suicidal from the stress or like deeply depressed or whatever like like get the degree and grow in your relationship with God and be healthy. Like it's fine. <laughs> well, I, and I want to put that on the flip side too, because I, so I had a weird college experience because I went after I was a mom. And mm -hmm. um, so I was oh, like 25, I think going with whatever mm -hmm. age you are 20 when you're normally in college. And I would just look around and I'm like, oh man, y'all are wasting a lot of money, a lot of time. <laughs> And it, that you could do so much more, mm -hmm. <laughs> you, could, mm -hmm. uh, you could do so much more. And, you know, so I just, you know, I think it is about health, but it's, 
you know, I, I honestly, I think a lot of times people are currently are maybe they're not as much of an overachiever as you guys are. And they're erring <laughs> on the side of doing as little as possible. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, that can waste a lot of your money, your parents' money, debt money, um, whatever, even if you work really hard to get scholarships and then you, you are either like failing a class or you have to repeat, or you didn't pay attention. So you have to do the other class cause you took the wrong class or whatever. So let's just make sure that we have, we have our ducks in a row as right. well. And that have we're the full picture, the whole picture and the right motivations. And, um, we're showing mm-hmm. up fully and doing a good job. But then also, like you said, it, the A, nobody cares. Like nobody cares. Also. No. No. And if, if you're, if you're listening out there and you're an overachiever tendency, I tell you what I would do. I would overachieve like the first half of the semester. I'd try to get great grades. Well, I learned, I not always, but I learned, especially when I had like senioritis at the end, I would try to get great grades at the beginning of the semester. And then if I was just stressed or anxious, I would start to let my foot off the gas and eventually I would coast into finals. Like there were a couple classes. I didn't have to take the final exam. I didn't have to do the final project. I didn't have to whatever because my grade was going to end up fine or it was going to end up with a B, a B minus, like whatever. But I would check first, do I need to do this project or this exam to pass? Because sometimes you have to take or do a certain thing to pass the class, but other times just you need whatever grade. Like you could still overachieve out there, but then overachieve to let yourself breathe a sigh of relief later. Well, it's Anyways. like you were, but you were proactive about it, like you said. Like you just you planned ahead. <laughs> if yeah. if that you if that's what you felt like what was gonna happen, like you still planned ahead for that. Well, I yeah. think the bigger point here that we're not saying that I'm gonna say is none of it matters at all mm-hmm. anyway, for the most part. So there are very few yeah. fields that it really truly matters. Most of the jobs that you're gonna go into or whatever you're gonna do is gonna matter what you what you do when you get there. So putting mm-hmm. all this pressure on or um importance on this particular class or this mm-hmm. particular school or this particular degree plan, all of it, it it almost doesn't matter. Besides um, the point. It's it's getting the piece of paper, getting to that point, yep. which by the way, the paper, like you said, doesn't have the grades on it, doesn't have the mm-hmm. GPA. Nobody's gonna ask you about that. Nobody in the future is gonna care. Mm-hmm. So let's also, like you said, not not go into debt for it. So let's talk, let's wrap this up, Kara. <laughs> we got we got an associates and then you found a way to get uh to get and get the most of the rest of your credit still at that community. Yeah. You just found all these all these loopholes because you were curious, you asked the right questions, you pushed forward. Um, so how did it all end up? Sure, sure. Um, I want to end it in that last point on you don't need to get the best grades, but can I just suggest this? You learn enough and ask questions enough that your professors like you that you can get recommendations. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you graduate with grades, but just learn enough and be a student enough that you get recommendations because that can help you get a job. They don't look at what your GPA was. They see you have a diploma and you have great recommendations. So there's that. Um, Yeah. So, okay. So let's talk about the transfer from community to, I went to Eastern Michigan university. So I'll probably just say to Eastern community, Eastern. And basically I also wanted to minor. I did a minor in math. I did not need to. You probably out there don't need to, but I thought I might want to teach later and that hasn't happened, but it's fine. Um, It was debt-free, so it's fine. I also actually went online, found a discrepancy in Eastern's um, like requirements for a minor in, in like the online catalog versus another place. And I like emailed people and bugged them about it very politely. But, you know, you just ask and it was apparently enough of a discrepancy. It went up to like the provost's office and they were like, yeah, this is very confusing. And and 
you were going off of these requirements, so we'll let you just do those. So basically, they let me do pretty much all of my minor at my community college because I found this error. Um, so I did like two thirds of my degree at my community college. And that was actually from the money for that was um, carrying over from that full ride scholarship. Even though I had already gotten the associate's degree, mm -hmm. I still, I had two years for free. And so I could do another year of that, if that makes sense. Cause the first year I tested out of classes. So I did that. Um, and then I also got some scholarships and in, in between here I was finishing, but I didn't know entirely what my final major was going to be. So I actually kind of did a gap year, although I still took one class at a time to kind of keep up with a few. And I actually did an internship with the national park service. Um, so that was cool because it got me what they would, so I had a stipend technically, and then it got me what they called an education award, which is pretty much just a scholarship, but it's more of like a, if you finish this whole like year and a year long, year and a half internship, they would give you, mm -hmm. I think I got like, I don't even remember now, but it was in the thousands and thousands of dollars that then I finished paying for a lot of community and into my university. Mm -hmm. So then going to, so I still had that. And I actually, I kept using that money through to almost the end of my university because it was almost like in my back pocket if I, if I didn't have enough scholarships for that semester. Mm -hmm. um, so I had that. When I transferred, I got some transfer scholarships. Now that I will admit was around my GPA. Um, and that's normal. Usually going into a freshman or transferring, sometimes there's stuff around GPA that doesn't mean you have to do that. It just, that is the tip of the iceberg. So scholarships is an iceberg, like, or are an iceberg grammar. Um, they, they, there will be a financial aid award letter of what you get from FAFSA, what you get from your school. That's only the tip. Like you, then you go further into, there's usually some sort of general application for other deeper scholarships. And then when you are a student already for a year, current student scholarships open up mm -hmm. once you've been there for a semester or two and then you can find scholarships around your department you're in and then there are endowed scholarships which are usually like some rich person this is their alma mater and they want to put money to it and but you got to go like go deeper and ask your advisor and then look on the website and then ask your department advisor and like it goes one step deeper and deeper so it's an iceberg is what I say um so yeah transferring over to eastern was going down that iceberg rabbit hole and then also money from an honor society I was in so I know we're here talking about you don't have to be an overachiever <laughs> but I do admit I got into an honor society at my community college but it wasn't like you had to have a 4.0 it was like a 3.0 or 3.5 now I wasn't sure if I was going to do that and it was like 30 bucks to join but like I did it because of potential scholarship opportunities I barely did anything in it like I wasn't like like a, in a an officer in a club or I wasn't like I did a few social things but I barely did anything when I transferred to Eastern that scholar that honor society connected with that university had a three thousand dollar per year scholarship just for transferring so like me paying 30 bucks to get in this some honor society where I did nothing still ended up with potential plus the um, National Park Service 
um, education award. And then I was trying to go down this iceberg rabbit hole of uh, scholarships. That doesn't sound right. Iceberg rabbit hole. Um, (laughs) And then we haven't even talked about grants. So I don't know how much time you have, but um, that's, that was the next step. (laughs) So you graduated college debt-free. Yes. I was just going to ask with that same thing is why was that important to you? Like why sure. is it important for you and even the parents out there listening, why is it important for you to go through the rabbit hole, go down the iceberg, do all yeah. this and graduate college debt-free? Sure. Sure. Um, I have a, a thing that sets that up, a statement, a comment if that, that sets that up, if that's okay. Um, I took longer to go through college because I was figuring this out. It's not, it doesn't always take longer. But also, it's fine to take longer. I just want to clarify that. Even though I was stressed about it a little bit then, I would note that, okay, even if I graduate debt-free, I'm 30 years ahead of someone who's paying on debt for 30 years. Mm-hmm. Um, so I admit, even waiting longer, I didn't finish my degree um, until I was 25 and like later when I was 25. But when you're 24, you become an independent student, which means the government only counts your income and taxes and not your parents. So all of a sudden, I didn't even expect it. I got the a huge Pell Grant amount because I had waited that long. What I'm just trying to say is, even if we're not doing it as conventionality or the world says or whatever, there were almost like these little like surprises along the way of like, trying to like hold God's hand and walk through this and leapfrog through this because it was pretty much just because I asked him for guidance. <laughs> um, and then it was like, oh, the government's like, you're poor because, oh, you only work part time. <laughs> like, um, and you, but I had scholarships. And so they're like, oh, here's money. And so I, I almost wanted to give it back because I didn't need it at that point, but there was no way to give it back. So I used it for gas money. I used it for this. I like basically that it, it comes, all of that comes back to the, um, didn't, you don't have to do it as the world does. I don't want to be normal. I want to be weird. And I wanted to graduate debt free because while well, I was a nerd and I really had a goal of starting to save for retirement at 25. But besides that point, I just wanted to jump into whatever God was guiding me to after college without being beholden to someone, without something hanging over my head, without um, having to take just a random job that might have been best to pay for loans back, but really was not joyful or in my purpose. And it's fine God can still use you if you're in a job to pay loans back and and it can be a refining process. I'm not saying that that's not possible, but that's what I also want others to be able to do, to just be free to do their next step in life and then build wealth for the kingdom and give Mm -hmm. to reach baby step seven, right? Um, Because that was just so important to me. And really the top reason that I graduated from college debt-free was I literally just told myself I wasn't getting loans. It wasn't like... Like, even if it would have taken longer than that, that was yeah. like, you can literally not graduate from, or you can literally graduate debt-free if you just don't take loans. Like it's, it sounds so simplistic, but that was just a boundary line and I didn't go past it. Yeah. No, and so that's clients. how it happened. <laughs> yeah. I think that's awesome. I love your story. We tell clients all the time, you know, you can pay your way through school, even if you don't have any scholarships or anything, you can actually do the payment plan and do that yourself. So thank you for sharing your story. We have absolutely loved it. Where can people go to find you if they are trying to listen to Kara and maybe learn more about scholarships? I love that. Thank you so much. You can head to my podcast called Money and Mental Peace. 
and I focus on helping student find students find God's plan for college and graduating loan and debt free. I also specifically help students find scholarships for college. So I can be the middleman to research and um, find stuff tailor-made to them so that they don't have to spend all the time doing it because I've been doing it for like 10 years. I think I would tell parents, um, you know, you, I will give you money to work with Kara and yeah. then I will not give you any college money. You're all done. Yeah. <laughs> you, you do a lot. What you offer is huge for parents and for students. And, and so I think we 100% wanted you to tell them that. So thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. All right, Kara, we'll see you in the, you know, in the special debt-free Dave fan community out, um, online world soon. Yay. Thanks for having me. What if we told you you could create your budget and be fully set up to manage your own money in one hour? Yeah, we coach women how to budget, get out of debt, and save money using very specific mind-blowing systems that take all the stress and guesswork out of managing your finance. That's what we talk about on this podcast. Yes. Until now, we've exclusively done this through one-on-one coaching. Now we've put it all together in a bite-sized workshop just for you. Bite size. The workshop is designed to eliminate the overwhelm and help you get started really quick. Get it going. It's time to embrace that smart, organized, financially confident woman inside of you, girl. So our budget power workshop is on pre-sale now. Click the link in the show notes or go to myidealbalance.com forward slash workshop to sign up. Yeah.